You're listening to The Deadly Dose, hosted by Harini Bott and Megan Gesner. Welcome to another episode of The Deadly Dose. Today is a very special episode because we have a guest. All right. (laughs) We will be talking about the recent latex spill in Philadelphia. Yes, this is another environmental disaster watch. What is going on, America? I don't know. And (laughs) here, here joining us today to provide on the ground coverage of the incident is Philly native and longtime friend, the always dazzling Arizona Militich. <laughs> Welcome, Hello. Arizona. Hello, thank you so much. Yeah. So, Zona, do you mind if I call you Zona? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Zona and I go go way back. She's also an alum from UC San Diego, and she was a fencing teammate of mine. And then we both graduated and stuck around San Diego for <laughs> a hot minute. And then you returned back to Philly, which is your home state. What has it been now? A year, two years now? Yeah, a year and a half. year and a half. Yeah. And so it's always funny to me that you're there. And now I have two other good friends from college who are in mm-hmm. Philly. So I'm like, there's a San Diego Philly connection <laughs> happening. But Zona, you are the one who brought this story forward. Drew and Sophia did not say anything about this. So I don't know what they're experiencing <laughs> out there. Um, but we'd, we're going to have you speak on what it was like in real time to go through an incident like this. Because, um, you know, we're fresh out of the coverage of the spill in East Palestine. Mm-hmm. My first question for you is, do you feel like the spill in Philly got as much coverage nationally as the spill in East Palestine? Um. It might have gotten more, mm-hmm. um, but it was more in a tighter time frame. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not really sure. Uh, I thought that East Palestine got a fair amount of coverage, mm-hmm. and and people were still upset. And then right after that, Philly happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Philly happened. happened. Yeah. And I feel like it took over from there, mm-hmm. but then it was like quickly wrapped up in a, in a couple of days that you know. We were worried, but it's fine now. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, so for myself, I actually did not know that Mm -hmm. this happened in Philly until you told me. I don't know why the East Palestine event was so present for me on my social media. Maybe it's because Mm -hmm. Harini, you were looking into that. So, you know, our interests intersected there. But I'm going to ask Harini. Harini, did you see stuff out of Philadelphia when this happened, like on TikTok or anything like that? No, not at all. I didn't know about this until Megan told me that you, Arizona, <laughs> wanted to talk about this on the really? podcast. It was like this telephone. But I also, really? yeah, okay. no clue. No clue. It happened. And interesting, interestingly enough, in preparation for you speaking about this, I was researching it and I couldn't even find that much coverage on it when you Google it. So yeah. I was like, this is really interesting. There's, I totally agree that there has been more coverage of East Palestine. Uh, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because of the proximity and time, as you were saying, but yeah, lack yeah. of news coverage for sure. Huh. I know that there was a lack of details, and that's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. why I wanted to reach out, yeah. Megan. Yeah. Because we weren't told specifically like what was 
the the like contaminant. Yeah. We weren't told like anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't told, we were told that there were no short term acute symptoms or anything like that, mm-hmm. but then like nothing about long term. Right. Yeah. So yeah, when, <laughs> there was just a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you were initially texting me about it and sending me all the links mm-hmm. or like um you have a friend who's a chemist. I forget. I have to check my text messages. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um and then he was giving his input. I was like, yeah, it does seem like the communication coming from the city or, you know, um federal authorities or whatever seems very vague. And yeah. I think so um knowing what I know now, I feel like that is the the bigger, m- most interesting part of the story is like, why mm-hmm. is communication about these issues so vague? Mm-hmm. Like, why does it happen sometimes? And why does it why does better communication happen other times? Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, with the East Palestine incident, it seemed like vague communication as well. And I, I, yeah. I almost wish that we had a friend who worked <laughs> in a, you know a government position in the e- in an environmental protection agency or something yeah. that could explain why that is the case um cuz we can only guess um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. so i think what i'd like to do now before we really let arizona tell her story <laughs> her story i'm going to do a summary of what went down uh for those who have no idea mm-hmm. what we're talking about and then we'll we'll transition to more like casual conversation and like your experience on the evening of friday march 24th a petrochemical plant in bristol pennsylvania experienced quote an equipment failure end quote which resulted in about 8,100 gallons of latex emulsion solution to flow into the delaware river flow slash spill into the delaware (laughs) river Philadelphia authorities were alerted that same night and closed the Baxter Water Treatment Plant, which is the source of all tap water to the East Philadelphia, East side of Philadelphia residents' faucets. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. East of the Schuylkill. Remember not Schuylkill, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Schuylkill. Schuylkill. <laughs> Um, and, um, this, this, the Baxter water treatment plant was closed so that uh, authorities could investigate potential contamination. New Mm. Jersey, American water, which is, was on the other side of the Delaware also began monitoring water quality at their Delaware river regional water treatment plants. They have a longer treatment plant name. I like the Baxter, (laughs) Baxter treatment plant, short and simple. Okay. The petrochemical plant responsible for the spill is Altuglas LLC, which is known mm-hmm. for producing plexiglass acrylic resin and solar coat acrylic capstock. This chemical plant employs approximately 110 people, none of which were injured during the failure. Altuglas is a subsidiary of Trinseo. If you look into this, Trinseo is actually the name that comes up the most that's associated mm-hmm. with the spill because that is the parent company and they're the ones who are putting out the most media statements things like that. Mm-hmm. Got it. Trinseo is a publicly traded company um, worth over a billion dollars that manufactures plastics and latex binders. Trinseo's headquarters is in mm-hmm. Wayne, Pennsylvania. Okay. Key players in the investigation and monitoring of the spill include Trinseo PLC, the United States EPA, the United States Coast Guard, Pennsylvania's mm-hmm. Department of Environmental Protection, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission, the Philadelphia Water Department, the Delaware River Basin Commission, Aqua Pennsylvania, and New Jersey American Water. So a lot of people, 
lot of um, organizations were involved. And FEMA put out the statement that the water was safe to drink as well. (laughs) They're all just telling each other. Yeah. 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 The latex emulsion solution was 50% water and 50% latex polymer. The polymer consists of the following three chemicals. Ethyl acrylate, methyl methacrylate, and butyl acrylate, which is the same chemical, you might recognize that name, Mm -hmm. that was in the Norfolk Southern train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, earlier this year. Philadelphia residents who live along the Delaware and the east of the Schuylkill were sent into turmoil when the city sent out emergency alerts on Sunday afternoon, that is a day and a half after the spill actually happened, advising Mm -hmm. residents buy bottled water and avoid tap water. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm going to stop the summary. So I'm caught everybody up. So... Arizona, I'm going to turn it over to you yeah, starting sure. that, that Sunday, or even if you knew something was happening prior to Sunday. No, no. Um, so that Sunday, I actually went to um, uh, my friend Adam, who's a chemist. Okay. Um, his wife uh, was in a choir concert. And so we went to her choir concert, and it was like a three-hour concert. <laughs> it was very long. That's long. <laughs> and, um, you know, you're told to, like, turn off your phone. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, I guess it started at like five and went until eight Mm -hmm. that evening. And when I turned my phone back on at eight, I got a whole slew of messages in my like friend group's chat, um, saying like, buy bottle water now. Oh my gosh. When you turned your phone on, was it immediate, were you still at the choir performance? Like, did it just end or were you home already? Because I'm curious to know if you noticed anybody else being like, what is happening? Oh, yeah. So I was actually like an hour north in the suburbs. Okay. And there was an intermission. Mm -hmm. And so I turned my phone on during Mm. intermission and I was trying to like catch up on things. Yeah. But it... (laughs) But then I had like the second half to oh, get God. through. <laughs> like I need to buy bottled water in like and five minutes. I was like, okay, I need to buy bottled water. Right. And it was really, um, it was really jarring because I was with friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was with friends, and we got dinner, and so my friends are in the suburbs, and my friend Kayla was telling me like, hey, you should buy bottled water up here mm-hmm. before you head back mm-hmm. down to the city. The city's going to be wiped That's out. Smart. Yeah. It is smart. I did go to like the nearest grocery store at maybe like eight ten, <laughs> and it was already wiped what? out. It was totally wiped. An out. hour north yeah. of the sub, uh, out of the an city. An hour north is dang. Yep. An hour okay. north, because now I'm familiar with the map, right? Of the map of what what areas were impacted. How yeah. far is Bristol from the heart of Philadelphia? Like, is yeah. A good question. Um, I think it's like forty-five minutes north. Okay, I see. so you okay. were right at that cutoff point where mm-hmm. that the rest of the northern part of that area would not be affected. Yeah, or or well, well, yeah. I live in the city. Right, right. So, so I live in Maniunk, which is just above the Schuylkill. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was a part of that non-impacted area, okay. but I have a lot of friends who live in South Philly. Mm-hmm. Who didn't have access to a car yeah. who, yeah. Um, you know, I was really worried about because they would have to take the bus yeah. out of the city mm-hmm. <laughs> to go find water. That's terrible. And then lug a ton of water yeah. um, to the place. So I think so, I, yeah. I'm just surprised that – so when you, when you bought water after mm-hmm. the concert, you were still yeah. in that area an hour north. I, I get – I was still in the okay. area an hour north, totally wiped out. I got like – a little six pack of alkaline water. <laughs> That's all. That. Yeah, yeah. 
and you know like i had to clear my schedule for the next day like okay the only thing i'm doing is trying to find water wow. um mm-hmm. and if i find enough like give it out to friends yeah. yeah my goodness so that was sunday night monday monday yeah yep yeah. Sunday night no, was No, it was, it was okay. Sunday night and then unsuccessful mm-hmm. at finding water mm-hmm. Monday night. I'm sorry, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And so the next morning, I wake up to an alert on my phone, mm-hmm. sort of like an Amber Alert, mm-hmm. at like 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. saying, hey, the water is safe to drink until I think it was like 12 okay. uh, noon. Oh. Yeah. So they were telling people, okay, like take whatever jugs you have, mm-hmm. fill them with water from the tap. And that's going to be your water for the next however long this takes to clear up. Right. So, you know, friends in my, um, uh, in my chat were like, okay, we'll fill your bathtub up with water. <laughs> Plug it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And so, like, people were really like, this is going to be the next month. Wow. Um, yeah. Be- my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, Monday I go out hunting for water again, <laughs> unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So were all the stores just clear? Because that's what I was reading, that all the grocery shelves, supermarkets, it was just cleared of bottled water. Yep, nothing. Wow. So what – I you've explained the actions, right, and the kind of general feel of Sunday through Monday. But for mm-hmm. you, was there a point in your – in your mind where you're like, this might be very, very real. Like I mm-hmm. am scared. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. totally. Very scared. Yeah. Like how am I going to, I was really worried about my friends who didn't have access to a car. Like mm-hmm. I said, right. How are they going to get water? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Monday night was when there were more details about like, it was just the Baxter plant that had been affected mm-hmm. actually in your summary earlier. Yeah. I was curious, like, what about New Jersey? Because yeah. the Delaware mm-hmm. also feeds into New Jersey. Are they mm-hmm. fine? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, absolutely. I did dabble a little bit. It seems like the, the okay, the the vibe that I got from reading the New Jersey side versus the Philly side, mm-hmm. it, I honestly, it almost felt like, you know, the spill was caused on Philadelphia land. <laughs> land like that, you know, the, the companies yeah. on Philadelphia land. Therefore, it almost felt like it's only impacting Philadelphia residents. The the New Jersey side, they did check their, I, I listed their their one treatment plant before the, the Delaware River, blah, 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 treatment plant. <laughs> they did, um, I think they, they shut it down, same as the Baxter one, the mm-hmm. night of. I think they were, you know, they were also informed that this was happening. But their notice to the public was like, it doesn't seem like we have any contamination on our side. However, mm-hmm. they did tell them, this was a... Um, Let's see. Sunday evening, New Jersey American Water asked customers in Camden, Burlington, and Gloucester. Gloucester? Sorry. Sorry, New Jersey. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. Um, On the New Jersey side, to limit their water usage to, quote, help ensure the optimal operation of the Delaware River Regional Water Treatment Plant. Mm -hmm. But they insisted that they couldn't find contamination. They were just like, hey, just limit your usage just in case, because what I'm Mm -hmm. understanding from both sides while this was all going down is that they would let the treatment plants run to the the minimum, the minimum water that is needed for the plant. And then they would test it every time they, I'm assuming, like let in new water, they would have to test it. And that's why you guys were getting these weird timed notifications of like, hey, you can actually drink water until 11.59 p.m. on a Monday, 
But yeah. after that, no, because it's every time they're they're sending that notification, they're t- running a new load of water through the machine. That's mm-hmm. how I like to to picture mm-hmm. it. And then then they test it again, and that's yeah. the cutoff time. So that's yeah. so funny because if they were giving the notification in New Jersey, like mm-hmm. keep your water usage to a minimum, yeah. that was the opposite of what they were telling people <laughs> yeah. to do in Philly. They're like, love every jug. That's <laughs> like, funny. Like, that is so funny. I don't, I don't understand how that works. Well, yeah. Cause I was, I was doing some research on it and they basically were saying, so where the spill happened just 13 miles downstream of that spill was the intake pipe that pulls water mm-hmm. for Philadelphia's largest drinking water treatment plant. So that mm-hmm. was what you were saying that they were sampling water around the clock and, you know, making sure that bottled water was on the shelves or hoping that it was going to be on the shelves because they essentially just didn't have time to switch to a clean water source because their biggest mm-hmm. treatment plant was contaminated. And right. from what I was reading that the chemical spill didn't just contaminate impact Philadelphia's water supply, but 14 million people across four different states because of the they mm-hmm. shared those tributaries along the, the Delaware w- along the Delaware River and I believe New Jersey right. was one of those states but I don't mm-hmm. know the extent of what they were told in terms of how to limit or deal with the situation the Delaware River isn't that big mm-hmm. so it's um it's just surprising that Philadelphia was the focus mm-hmm. I guess right. of, of this whole story. Yeah, I think um, instead of like really expanding it to like the four states and 14 million people. Yeah, that's that's why I I feel like it's almost like because the company was on Philly soil, it's Philadelphia's problem. That's really what it feels mm-hmm. like, because Bernie, mm-hmm. you're right. I I did look up a bit of the New Jersey stuff, but there weren't as many news like news articles for Jersey specific residents talking about mm-hmm. this. Like Philadelphia Inquirer had several articles i could pull from easy that was Mm -hmm. like this is what's happening this is what's happening this is happening but yeah i don't i but i'm like it's a it's a it's water it flows any i mean it's going in one direction but you know it touches both shores so right um there was a part of me that wished if i if i really did this thoroughly i would be looking into the flow of the (laughs) delaware river (laughs) you know uh, what's the currents like underneath and all that like how does dispersal work and all you know how does that impact threat of toxicity all those things Mm -hmm. i saw that on average it's two miles per hour Oh, it's a little slow moving, but you it's know. slow moving. Yeah, um, a lot of people go tubing on the Delaware River. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, that sounds yeah. lovely. <laughs> I know. Wow, <laughs> maybe we should go out there. I know. Well, that was my plan for for my birthday. Oh, I was going to invite a bunch of people tubing on the Delaware. Yeah. But now I feel like you're like, do I? So it might be toxic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll get to the toxicity um, in a moment, and hopefully, we, I, okay. Harini and I can relieve any concerns. Uh, Harini, <gasps> did you have anything that you want to say? No, I was just curious, Arizona, from your perspective, because from what I was reading, it seemed like they were able to wrap things up fairly quickly. Like you were able to resume drinking from the tap water within a few days. Is that what happened? Okay. Yeah, um, and then I think Tuesday afternoon they gave us. Um, that's fast. <laughs> the notification, light. like, yeah. hey, you can start drinking your water again. Dang. Um, but like, it was it was bittersweet because I was like, can you give me a chart or a graph? Right. I know like, you're saying that you've tested the water right. for all of these things, right? And nothing's showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but doesn't <laughs> read yeah. correct to me. I mean, 
I, because it's like yeah. it's flowing into this river and those are pretty powerful chemicals or toxic chemicals as we have just seen from East Palestine. They're literally the same yeah. chemicals from East Palestine. Mm-hmm. And we, we can already have the foresight of knowing somewhat downstream effects of what happened with the East Palestine residents. And they were getting sick. They were having symptoms in line mm-hmm. with those types of poisonings or symptoms that you get if you were exposed yeah. to those chemicals. So I don't see how you just have zero contamination, you know, but I, I mean, I don't know. Right. I see, I think there's a lot of stuff that's just shrouded in mystery when it comes to these environmental toxic cleanups, because I even mm-hmm. read that there was this entire plan of how to, they wanted to clean the water in Philadelphia, but that was never revealed to the public. So there's yeah. just a lot of vagueness going around as, as if you were a resident there. Yeah, I don't I don't know how they cleaned some of it, but the Coast Guard mm-hmm. did release a notice that 60,000 gallons of contaminated water had been collected and that they okay. did not like once that happened or as that was ongoing and more testing was ongoing, they didn't see any visible product, you know, along the Delaware River and I think that that was a notice that was out sometime between the Sunday and Monday. So I don't know mm-hmm. how they collected that 60,000 gallons of water, but they, I guess that's a good ch- chunk of water. Where do and they then, take that? I <laughs> don't know. It. Yeah, they just pick it up. I'm not sure. In the ocean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing that is consistent across a lot of the articles I read is that while yes, all the chemicals listed have some have toxicity, but they are they are predominantly toxic air as airborne particles. So mm-hmm. this this was actually a different scenario than the East Palestine because while right. the chemicals did leak into the ground, it had a fire. These these chemicals yeah. are very yeah. highly combustible. So that's mm-hmm. why those residents truly were experiencing what can happen when uh, mm-hmm. you have these irritants in the air. Like they were getting the real toxicity side of it. Whereas here I'm not saying you're not getting any real toxicity, but it's it's in water. I yeah, I know. Fingers <laughs> knock on wood, right? But um, according to the specialists that they, you know, cited, interviewed in these articles, that okay. when it's in in water, it's a different story. You don't get that nasal mucosa irritant that can happen mm-hmm. from inhalation and things like that. And mm-hmm. as long as it's in water, it's it, fingers crossed, it won't combust. We know that. That doesn't just because it's water doesn't mean it's not going to combust. But like, you know, that's a safety factor there. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's I just wanted to say that because I know, Harini, you're like, like, there's going to be some downhill toxicity, Uh, maybe. Mm -hmm. But the other thing Mm -hmm. that I saw is if it's in water, it's most likely going to be ingested or it will be an an irritant on your skin. Right. And Mm -hmm. so when it comes to ingestion, you would have to ingest quite a lot. Um, like a bunch over a short time or, you know, a lot um, over a prolonged period of time. Like if mm-hmm. I think if there was no attempt at cleanup, it would be a different story for you guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think this is a situation where you were a little bit more protected because it was a spill in the river, which sounds right. crazy because water, water insecurity is not a, not fun. It's scary. Mm-hmm. But this I think it actually protected you guys more that it. Yeah. So that's my take on understanding the chemicals. I can get more into the toxicology and stuff like that. Cool. That's the good news. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had more questions for Zona, though. Okay. Okay. So Mm -hmm. Monday comes around and you got a notice. I feel like that's where we stopped. What happened Monday? Uh, So uh, like 8 a.m. Monday, um, 
we start out with like sort of like an amber alert on your phone Mm -hmm. that uh that the water is safe to drink until 12 12 noon Mm -hmm. and that they're going to send us more updates later Mm -hmm. then the end of monday and then i go out look for water don't find it Mm -hmm. come home (laughs) (laughs) Um, um and then the end of monday they send out a similar message I don't know what time of night it was, but it was it was night, mm-hmm. and it was like okay, okay, now it's safe to drink until twelve the next day, mm-hmm, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday go out and I actually get water. Nice. I get seven cases of water. Nice. <laughs> I was gonna be like I, five for me, two for friends. Right, right. <laughs> I have a question. I, I have a question there. Yeah. Did you go to the same store or like did you go to a different store? Like where did these seven cases come from? Did they restock? Like they restocked. Okay. okay. So it was um I went to Costco. Okay. Oh, nice. And I thought it was just like the most miraculous thing yeah. that they were restocking <laughs> currently. And there was a big line of people yeah. just like Oh god. Take- wow. So shout out to Costco. For um, real. Get that membership, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Save you- saves your life, quite literally. Sponsor us. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I um definitely felt greedy taking that many cases, mm-hmm. though, but I justified it by being like, I'm sharing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they exactly. have a limit? Did they did they do one of those limit they things? Did. That's wow. interesting. They did. Okay. It, they probably should have had a limit, but <laughs> yeah. um, this is Tuesday, so this right. is right. Um, the same day. You know, after I buy my <laughs> um, sixty seventy dollars worth of water, Damn. yeah, yeah, is that Kirkland? <laughs> right. <laughs> so after I spend a bunch of money on water, we quickly get the notification: Hey, like all clear, yeah. water safe mm. to drink. <laughs> and yeah and then the rest of tuesday afternoon was just a lot of uncertainty like okay cool they tell us the water's safe to drink Mm -hmm. um why did they freak us out so bad yeah (laughs) when you when you got the notice hey it's safe to drink do you okay have you touched tap water at all since the a-ok like in the days following that tuesday or were you like i'm going to drink my (laughs) bottled water until i feel really comfortable you know Um, a little bit of both. Okay. So I have, I still have four cases left. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. Dude, you went not through bad. three cases. That's, for me, that's impressive. I, I'm not a big I, water I gave drinker. Away. I gave them away. Oh, you gave them oh, away. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. 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 So yeah, when I'm at home, I'm drinking my water. But when I go out, I'm right. drinking tap water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, For sure. I was, I always like pause a little bit before though. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I look at it. Give it a good look. Yeah. You got to look at it first. Is it crystal clear? <laughs> and then it drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Does it taste like metal? <laughs> then you drink it. Tastes like vinyl. Exactly. I was going to ask, uh, when you went yeah. to the store, were people buying – Was I, I know obviously the water bottles were gone. But I, in my mind, I'm like, there's other ways to get your water. It could be like vitamin water or Gatorade or other things. Mm. Were, mm-hmm. were those also gone and off the shelves? No, a lot of that was still there. Okay. Like um, mm. in the grocery store, there's um, like still water and then there's sparkling right next yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sparkling water was fine. <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and vitamin uh, water. And yeah. I was like, that I would have just fun. gotten that. <laughs> you know, know. If, if push comes to shove. Right. Yeah. Um, so before we, uh, before we started recording, I was kind of joking with Arizona in my um, – research there is an article in the philadelphia inquirer 
where they interviewed some folks who bought some water. And one of the people they interviewed said, you know, I had eight pallets in my cart and there were, you know, he, he saw that there were some people that needed some. So he ended up giving two away, but his, he realized in his brain, he said, I don't need eight pallets. (laughs) And so reading that made me laugh because it made me think about myself and I am a, poor water drinker i'm trying to do so much better with it but i realized i was like if i was ever in this situation the only reason why i would stock up on water like everybody else is because it's like the social influence the panic like oh i need Mm -hmm. water but then i had realized i'm like i could easily have a pack of 24 waters last me like three three months (laughs) or or i would i mean yeah, but there are some people who can drink a, two bottles in a day. You know what I mean? Dang. They're super hydrated people. Um, but now that I'm thinking about the vitamin water, I'm like, you know, what? okay, now I know if there's ever a situation like this that happens in San Diego, mm-hmm. I'll go straight to the <laughs> vitamin water. Yeah. <laughs> the sparkling. Yeah. I'm going to get That's LaCroix and just stock up on like three packs of LaCroix or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Pumple moose. <laughs> yeah. You guys are going to be the survivors. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, yeah, that is a really scary thing to go through. And I think mm-hmm. that a we're, we, I'm saying we as in people, people who live in the States are not used to it. There are some mm-hmm. people in the States who are like, I'm very used to water insecurity. And I get yeah. that. But like major cities, yeah, that's um, very mm-hmm. foreign. And so I think par- sometimes I, when I see these stories, and it makes me think, is the vagueness in communication or uh, a symptom of we just don't experience it that much? And that's why it just seems all like winged out by the government when, you know, it's, it just seems like it's, you know, there's no real plan in place. Like they have a plan, but they didn't ever expect to use it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, yeah. I'm saying that, but I'm also thinking about Flint, you know, at the same time. And I'm like, there's people yeah. who are going through this still. Yeah. I know. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's I feel like part of it, especially in this scenario, because it was over and done with so relatively quickly, that it's like there's mm. no need to go into the the dirty details of what was what happened, what actually what we're doing, because there's no need to scare people. It's like it's it's been handled. That's part of it. But I also feel like people still want to know. You know, people yeah. still have the right to know of what how did we get this really great result of of wrapping this up so quickly what were the steps taken so that we know and we cannot do this again (laughs) because i do feel like there's been a lot of i don't know if i'm sure this happens all the time but for some reason in 2023 we've been hearing a lot about these environmental disasters or chemical spills Mm -hmm. yeah there was another train derailment in maine did you see that recently with quote hazardous materials but i think it was a little more rural but I, was, mm-hmm. I, I, in my mind, I'm like, this is the year of trains. I know. Railroads. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. What is going apparently on? Apparently, they happen all the time. Um, I, that's yeah. what I learned from. Yeah. Apparently, they happen all the time, too. but now they're like really big for us. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, and Earth Day's coming up. So good time. Exactly. <laughs> good time. I was like, this. I, I thought that's why we're doing this because of Earth Day. Oh, this you know, week. it's yeah. serendipitous. It is. <laughs> this is what we're doing to we our can, Earth. This can definitely be our Earth, Earth Day episode. Yeah. Earth Week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Earth Week. <laughs> Let's talk about the chemicals real quick, more like the specifics, mm-hmm. yeah. and then um, we can wrap it up, or we can talk more. Arizona, if you want to share more after, we can. But I'll just go sure. with the chemicals. Uh, all right. So 
We're familiar with butyl acrylate at this point. Um, it's clear, colorless liquid with some say a, fr- a fruity odor. It's used in the manufa- uh, manufacturing of paints and solvents. This is what was on the Norfolk Southern train. Oh, I, I do wonder if um, like that same like rail mm-hmm. go uh, taking the butyl acrylate was going to Bristol. <laughs> oh, who knows? Who, who, it's it could be. Actually, um, that's funny that you said that because when I was doing my research, I typed in because I, I just wanted to compare the de- train derailment. There's a new mm-hmm. story about that that just popped up. Um, today from the times and it's someone who actually tracked the shipment of that um (laughs) what's the latex Mm -hmm. when it spilled and it came from texas and it was going to new jersey Mm. hold on i'll have to follow i'll tell you guys more (laughs) i'm sorry because because i was like i'm getting distracted by this i have to finish my (laughs) one. but someone did track i'll share the article with you because um i feel like they are kind of all intertwined Anyways, okay, so butyl acrylate, if it is, this this is the hazardous substance fact sheet, but specifically if it's inhaled or it's an air particle. So it says butyl acrylate can affect you when inhaled and by passing through the skin. Contact can irritate and burn the skin and eyes. Inhaling butyl acrylate can irritate the nose, throat, and lungs. Butyl acrylate may cause a skin allergy. It can cause headache, dizziness, nausea, and vomiting. Repeated exposure can lead to permanent lung damage. And then it is flammable and reactive, um, as we know. So mm-hmm. I think this is just kind of doubling down on... This is kind of like a workplace hazard sheet. This doubling mm-hmm. down on... It's something that when people think of it as dangerous, they think of it as like in air form, in breathable form. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We were given the the guidance that like it's totally fine to wash your dishes right. in, mm-hmm. in Philly tap water. It's totally fine to take a shower in mm-hmm. Philly tap water, but I guess it's just very diluted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So it wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't cause any skin irritation. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So. I did. I did see that as well. And then some people. I think. I guess some people were concerned. Like, oh, it's, you know, it's a latex emulsion will I cause get skin irritation because I'm mm-hmm. having an allergy to latex? Right. And the answer is no, because if you have an allergy to latex, it's from the rubber plant right. that, that latex comes from. And that's the protein from the rubber plant, not from these um, poly- acrylates, polymers, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> so anyways, ethyl acrylate, it's used to manufacture latex paints and adhesives. It's LD50 for rats is 5,620 milligrams. So that mm-hmm. just kind of shows that that's a lot to be ingested for a rat before yeah. it kicks, <laughs> kicks the bucket. Um, yeah. So I think that's, again, because we were talking about Justin earlier, I think that's important to share. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That indicates that it has a very low acute toxicity. Overexposure to ethyl a- acetate may cause irritation of the eyes, nose, and throat. So same as the other two. Severe overexposure can cause weakness, drowsiness, uncon- and unconsciousness. But again, that's severe, severe overexposure. You would need a lot of that to actually get those symptoms. Methyl methacrylate is used to make plastics and has a fruity and acrid odor. Used in dentist, It's used in dentistry to create ceramic fillers and prosthetic devices. Mm. Its LD50 is 7 to 10 grams um, mm, or for orally for a rat. So that's a lot. 
Yeah. It is an irritant to the eyes and cause can cause redness and pain to the skin, eyes, and nasal cavity. If it's inhaled or I think mostly inhaled in high concentrations. It is a mild skin irritant in humans and has the potential to induce skin sensitization in susceptible individuals. So does that help a little bit? <laughs> a lot of skin irritation stuff. Yes. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, that's, that actually, knowing that and knowing that they did put out the, this comment on you can wash your dishes and bathe mm-hmm. and stuff. I would actually be more worried about that than drinking it, you know, knowing yeah. what I know now. Right. Um, yeah. But I also suffer from eczema. So I'm just like <laughs> very skin sensitive in general. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just with anything. It's like they're going to have to have – I mean, this, you said this is almost like a safety data sheet or workplace hazard sheet. Anything mm-hmm. is going to be toxic if you ingest or inhale or get exposed to it enough and it mm-hmm. sounds like this is kind of a similar scenario. Seven to ten grams for a mouse is quite a bit. They're just they're yeah. just keep they're just trying to show you that this is what it is, and you know you're not gonna. It's pretty minimal issues if you were to even have any issues in the first mm-hmm. place. And then finally, none of these are PFAS, which are per and polyfluora fluor. Oh my god, I can't do this. <laughs> polyfluoralkyl substances um, Mm -hmm. which are known as forever chemicals and those are the ones that people are concerned about because they do cause um, certain cancers um, problems with your kidneys etc etc those are the ones that don't leave your body so Mm -hmm. these do not fall under that category so even if you ingested it your kidneys would filter them out amazing excellent yep (laughs) all right (laughs) and so The city didn't tell you all that information, Arizona? (laughs) No, not at all. I'm learning so much just from this conversation. That's great. Okay. How are your friends handling it in the aftermath? How's... How's the culture right now, the, the feelings around water right now? Yeah, I feel like everyone's kind of moved on from it. But again, like, I, I think the guidance was that at the Baxter plant, they tested the water for every batch, mm-hmm. I think right. mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. And nothing showed up, which just seems, um, seems suspicious. good to be true. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, That's true. Yeah. I was just going to say, it could be that something showed up, but it wasn't significant amount to mm. you know report it as something that would be talk considered toxic yeah yeah i wonder if <laughs> because they didn't report it until sunday that like the spill happened and it just went <laughs> just flowed down through. the river yeah <laughs> Maybe is that bad is that I, it could be i don't be. know i don't yeah. know <laughs> a possibility right i mean i in terms of the action taken To me, it seems like action taken was pretty immediate. Like the Coast Guard knew Mm -hmm. about it that night. Um, So they had emergency services there quickly. I don't know why it took so long for a statement to go out on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And who who knows? It could be that they were like, well, let's not panic people and let's see how much we can clean before then but i don't know i what what would you if you were (laughs) if you were in power to make these choices would you be like i get that it's almost midnight you know on a it's friday 11 40 p.m we've just had the spill the coast guard's involved you know federal authorities are involved blah 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 we need to send a message out now or do we wait you know what i mean like what Hmm. what would you choose I'm not sure either, but I don't think it was automatically clear to people like that all of the 
authorities were involved right. from the start. So, like, I was getting notifications from Philadelphia Water right. Department. Yes. Yes. PWD. <laughs> yeah. PWD. Yeah. But I didn't – I did not know that the Coast Guard was involved. Yeah. Um, before this conversation. Mm-hmm. And that would have been reassuring to me that, like, right. okay, they've been there from the very start. We caught it early. Yeah. You know, tell people what was spilled. Tell people – you know, what to expect. They also sent out a notification like there are no short-term uh, or acute effects mm-hmm. and make no mention of long-term effects. <laughs> I want to know what the long-term right, effects yeah, are. Yeah, true. Uh, if any. And so, no yeah. no indication, right, of the end of this. No no projection exactly. of like, mm-hmm. you know, this is go- will be ongoing for a couple weeks. It was just like, yeah. okay, wait until this time on this day. <laughs> and then yeah. another round of, the- yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. Really frustrating really frustrating yeah so that's it for me we can wrap yeah it. Yeah, yeah let's wrap all right we're gonna end with our antidotes arizona i believe you're familiar with these um yeah, yeah. would you like to be our first antidote sure <laughs> um okay so my antidote it's the same antidote i have every week now mm-hmm. which is that i play soccer on sundays oh, so fun um, and it's so much fun that's Good. awesome I love that. Yeah. I love that. You're still kicking, girl. <laughs> I, I know you have such a passion for soccer, so that makes me happy mm-hmm. that you're you're doing it. It's awesome. And in San Diego, I was playing for a pickup team. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Here, I found a team that, you know, like we have real jerseys and stuff. That's awesome. That's nice. That's Super yeah. cool. Yeah. How did you find this group? Are there just like online soccer groups? Like, I don't even know how you would find that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just Googled it. Um, yeah. So this is, this is a gay soccer group. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, even yeah, better. I think there's only one in Philly. So. That's awesome. Wait, did you say there's yeah. there's only one in Philly, one gay soccer group? I think so. <laughs> That's rad. Love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So, uh, Philly Falcons. If anyone's Philly interested, Falcons. all right. Philly. Shout out to the Philly Falcons. Does yeah. it get super competitive? <laughs> um, no, it doesn't get super competitive. <laughs> okay. Um, we're all adults, so yeah. it's like right. don't get hurt. You know, right, 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 right. Don't yeah. hurt each other. I don't know. <laughs> I could I could see like even though it's you know you're all adults and you're having a game you get a little like oh it's frustrating this person just shoved me a little bit I don't know I get mad when people shove me but soccer has they steal each I... other's waters on the side <laughs> I get frustrated when I get shoved too yeah but then I have to like walk it back and tell myself okay yeah it's yeah. just gay soccer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I it's love it. Just gay soccer. What a sentence. Uh, we we need that on a pin. We I know. Seriously, it's just gay soccer. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Megan, why don't you go next? Nice. Okay. Okay. My antidote is that we had an opportunity to chat with Arizona, and it's been so long since I've had a good conversation or talked with you. Period. Um, mm-hmm. I am ha- no. No. I mean, you know. We're we're adults and we got our we got our lives going on. But adding to the antidote, I'm flying out to Philly at the end of this month, and mm-hmm. I get to have a nice morning slash brunch time with Arizona. So I get to see you in person soon, and I yeah. I'm just really excited for that. So so dope. Yeah, the weather is lovely. You're coming. It is nice. Time. Okay, um, so nice. I just saw Harini's sister-in-law who lives out in philly and she said mm-hmm. it was really humid so i was like oh no not the east coast humidity but you think otherwise like it feels good yeah last week it was in the 80s so, in the upper 80s oh, and it was warm it was, it yeah. was sweltering but it's mm. it's since cooled down that's okay. amazing amazing 
Okay, I've been thinking like I I still got my winter clothes in mind because it's been really wet in San Diego, really rainy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's terrible. Okay, that means I got to bring some summer Summer clothes. clothes. Yeah, Yeah. summertime. Cool, cool, cool. Love it. Uh, But if that changes, I'll text you. Okay, thank Um, you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Amazing. Okay, my antidote is just spending time with my family this week. I I was able to come here and. All my family came up for my niece's second birthday. It was her second birthday on Saturday. So everybody came. So I got to see pretty much everyone all at one stop. So it was good Mm -hmm. um, spending time with everybody. So family time. Yeah. I also was able to attend that (laughs) two-year-old's birthday. And it was so fun. (laughs) Yeah. she was. Your your niece was very sleepy. But once the other kiddos came, she she woke up. She was like, ah, time to play. She fell asleep. Mid lunch in her mom's lap, just <laughs> started to close the eyes. I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's her birthday. She can yeah. do what she wants." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super fun. All right, well, we're gonna close it on out in Arizona. I'm gonna turn it over to you to do the honors to end <laughs> with the "Don't risk it." <laughs> Take your time. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> oh, okay. What was the um, the term you used? Like a latex polymer? Yeah, latex polymer. Yes, yes. Okay. Or latex or, solution. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. the latex solution, latex polymer, <laughs> all of the above. The full thing was latex emulsion solution. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I like the full thing. Okay. Um, okay. So don't risk it for the latex emulsion solution. Biscuit. Biscuit. Love it. <laughs> there you go. Yes, very nice. Love. Arizona, thank you so much for joining us today and bringing the story forward. Thank um, you. Can't wait to see you. All right. Thank you for the research. Of course. I am, I'm uh, much more reassured now. So Good. Thank you. Perfect. Good. Share with your Philly friends. I don't yes. know if I'll, we'll be able to reassure them too, but maybe it helps a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right, boys and pals. Bye. <laughs> Hi, Poison and Pals. So if you're still with us, stay on just a little bit longer. We just talked to Arizona, Megan's friend who lives in Philadelphia, and she shared with us her firsthand experience of the chemical spill that happened in Bristol, Pennsylvania, in the Delaware River. And there is a tiny bit of a connection between what happened here in Bristol, Pennsylvania, as well as what happened in East Palestine, Ohio. And that sort of got me thinking, okay, let me just do a quick update or just look at what's been going on in terms of the EP residents over there. And, you know, the disasters just don't stop. <laughs> there is there is another breaking disaster that happened. So let's talk about that really quick. This past Monday, on April 13th, a truck carrying 40,000 pounds of contaminated soil from the derailment site flipped over on the Interstate 65, yeah, in Columbiana County, Ohio. I cannot make this stuff up. Half of the contents spilled on the road and the other half onto a private property. It, I don't know how that even, like, how does that even happen? So there's pictures online if you go look at it. The truck I don't know what happened to cause it to flip over, but it's completely on its side and the soil is just everywhere. Mm. So as I said, this is just another disaster and a long list of disasters since the derailment day. Uh, And then on April 4th, seven of 15 CDC investigators fell sick while investigating the extent of the chemical exposure in East Palestine. They experienced sore throats, 
headache, coughing, nausea, symptoms that Megan was just talking about that are in line with what the other EP residents were experiencing after directly after the incident. And as a reminder, one of the chemicals is vinyl chloride. So vinyl chloride is used to make PVC pipes and is a carcinogen. And so despite the prolonged evacuations, residents were experiencing rashes and headaches and things like that from this chemical spill. Mm. And to go in a little more detail, there have been uh, recently, in, uh, when I say recent, I mean in the month of April, a resident, an EP resident, Shelby Walker, who lives 900 feet from the incident site. So the railway tracks are practically in her backyard. Since the day of the derailment, she's been living on and off in a hotel. She still hasn't returned back to her house because she doesn't feel it's still safe to return home. At the end of March, her urine tested positive for vinyl chloride. She now has to use an inhaler and gets regular headaches, which she didn't experience before, as in before the incident. Now, another resident, Linda Murphy, also tested positive for vinyl chloride, However, she lives three miles away from the incident site. Linda was confused when her doctor told her the results because she doesn't work anywhere near the crash site and hardly goes into town. So how could she have been exposed when the EPA, town officials, and the CDC are telling everyone that the air is no longer contaminated and that the, ch- and mm. that the chemicals get flushed out of the system right away if ingested? Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of confusion going on there. Now, it, we were just talking about how do these things get disposed of? So there has been a process of waste disposal when it comes to the East Palestine contaminate, contamination. Amanda Kiger leads the River Valley Organization, which is working on making Norfolk Southern pay for 100% of any uh, fees associated with the derailment. So that can include home water testing, relocation fees, etc. But the work is cut out for them, as Kyger says, because facilities in Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, and Texas rejected waste disposal coming from East Palestine. And that was essentially part of the EPA's plan. We're going to, we have these four facilities lined up. They are going to take this waste disposal from us, but they have since all rejected those incoming waste disposals. So then the EPA approved the waste to be disposed at Heritage Thermal Services, 17 miles away from the incident site. But locals were against this, strongly against this, because Heritage committed several environmental violations over the course of 20 years, including 195 cases of excessive emissions in, from just 2010 to 2014. So what's happening instead? Basically, what's happening is that there are piles of toxic dirt on public streets being lined up, and they are professionally contained with a plastic tarp that blows toxic soil into the air whenever even a slight breeze blows by. As of April 12th, there are still 14,800 tons of toxic soil waiting to be disposed from the derailment site. So that's the latest that we have on the ongoing situation for East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this up because it is ongoing. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of like we mentioned um, when we're talking to Arizona, that these things kind of Mm -hmm. seem quick, like they fill our news stream when they happen and we're as a nation, we're involved, invested and involved. But then the next thing, the next derailment happens or the next pollutioning yep. happens and we're on to the next, which is not a not a good sign that these pollutionings <laughs> are happening. But it shows that, yeah, East Palestine's still yeah. going through it. The residents there totally. are still going through it. I and mean, I mean, wild. it's just 
everything is wild. But that last Monday, mm-hmm. the truck <clears throat> flipped over and there was basically another spill site. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't get how that happens. Yeah. I do not know. <laughs> I don't. I it, like obviously it could could have been anything. It could have sure. been bad roads. Could have been the truck was bad. Blah blah blah. But like in the cosmic <laughs> right? sense, why is this happening? How did this happen? Why, like, yeah, because to have one major disaster, but then this l- mini disaster as, you know, prolonging the bigger picture. Uh, it's, it's, incre- it's almost ludicrous. Yes, I love, love using the ludicrous. word ludicrous these days to just, to, to describe things that are like, how, how is this happening? Yeah, it's, well, it's unbelievable. The only thing that after reading all this, I had to go back to his, Megan sent me a sort of like a meme, a video that was from the office that was just like all these chemical spills in America. We'll, we'll put it on the Instagram because it's because after listening to this, yeah, I'm like, this is ludicrous. Like, how is this even happening? It's like, it yeah. just feels like it's being handled so poorly that it's almost on purpose at this point. It obviously it's not, but it just seems so almost horribly comical. I don't know. But anyway, so that, that is the update we have for you guys. And we'll, I'm sure continue to update on what's going on. All right. All right. Well, Thank you, Harina, yeah, for the update. We'll do. Whew. Stay safe out there, guys. Happy <laughs> I know. Happy <laughs> Earth Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy oh, Earth Day. Keep our planet clean. Oh, you know what? If if you if you're feeling a little bit down mm-hmm. with this update, and since it is Earth Day, um, uh, this episode will drop a day before Earth Day. But but it is Earth Week. Um, if you want to do something nice to make to make up for for what's happening in our country um there's always volunteer there's always volunteer opportunities in everyone's community i'm sure a local library or school has plants um tree Mm -hmm. planting Mm -hmm. things i know it sounds kind of like cliche but that is really (laughs) usually what these types of um public institutions do so check those out um Go um in San Diego. There's yes, always a beach cleanup. Beach cleanup. So yeah. I'll probably do that or something like that. Love it. Yeah. Okay, guys. Yeah. Enjoy. Right. Stay safe and plant a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>